0: If you walk out of here and you don't think about this and you put it on the back burner, it will get lost in the sea of busyness and it won't happen. Take the time now to begin to put these things together to just get started. Anything is better than nothing because the big bad wolf is coming and is going to blow your house down.
1: Welcome to the Ministry of Scale podcast. I'm your host, Chad Williams. Join us as we discuss trends, learn from experts, and share practical tips to help your ministry multiply its digital impact. Well, today we're hearing another great talk from the Digital Ministry Conference. How many times have you been caught off guard? Maybe it was your website hosting service coming down, or, or perhaps it was a, a post or even your entire account being taken off of social media. If that's happened to you, you know the value of being prepared. Well, that's what Pete Mara from the Colson Center is going to be talking with us about today. How does your ministry get prepared for possible risks that could happen? Here's a great talk with lots of practical tips that you won't want to miss. So let's dive in.
0: As as we get started today, I just want to say on behalf of of the Colson Center that we do thank you, thank Chad and uh, the team for this opportunity. Uh, The Colson Center is a worldview ministry. If you've never heard of us, um, We reach millions of people daily with our podcasts and material to really help people make sense of this cultural moment. And I think for us in this room especially, I want to kind of reiterate something that we talk about inside the Colson Center, which is it's not a mistake that you're here. This time and this place that God has placed you in, your ministry in, um, it's very, very important. The ministry of presence that we find ourselves in, even with the uh, cultural moments, the changes that we find, the beauties and curses of technology, the changes in geopolitical climates, as God would have it for such a time as this. So what I want to try to help you do is perhaps navigate that space with a few of my friends. How many of you here, by show of hands, children or grandchildren? Okay, Best thing about children, I've heard grandchildren, I don't have any yet, but everybody tells me they're even better, but is, are bedtime stories. One of the bedtime stories that is uh, fun around my house, and I still share it with my kids, are middle schoolers and high schoolers, embarrasses them to death, they hate it, uh, but it was the three little pigs. Anybody remember this story? Three little pigs, they kind of ran, they built stuff, remember? One built one out of straw, one built one out of sticks. Do y'all remember this, right? I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. okay. Just make sure everybody understands that. Well, the reality is, is that your ministry is probably one of the three little pigs. Now, by definition, I did not call you pigs because I got in trouble for that one time. I'm saying your ministry probably is like one of the three little pigs. And by that, what I mean is your ministry is probably built on either straw, sticks, or bricks. Straw, sticks, or bricks. Now, the reality is, is that a lot of us are built on probably sticks, straw, and a combination of bricks and things we found. We patched it together. We were talking about at our table, right? One of the biggest challenges is we wear multiple hats. There's a bunch of stuff going on. We're stretched thin. And at times, it feels like all we want to do is find a place of equilibrium. Do you ever feel like that? You just want to find a spot where you're like, Lord, help me. We got enough done today. But one of the biggest challenges that we face as a ministry is making sure that as we're thinking about our straw, sticks, and bricks, that we're aware of what's coming down the pipe. The big bad wolf. Everybody remember the big bad wolf? I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. And the challenge for us in risk is to understand that the big bad wolf is out there. Now for some of you, the big bad wolf could be... Politics. Some of you, it could be big tech. Some of you, it could be an aging donor base. Some of you, like insert. Some of you, it could be natural disasters. I live in the great state of Kentucky. We just were hit with horrendous storms, uh, wiped people out. I know friends have been in ministries globally that have been decimated by government forces or natural disasters. So I don't want to limit the big bad wolf to just one particular entity. I want you to think about the big bad wolf and the impact of the big bad wolf showing up on your doorstep. So how is it that you as an organization measure risk? Take a second and, and jot this down. Do you consider yourself high risk or low risk? And what would be the top risk facing your ministry? What would be the top risk facing your ministry? Now, if you're wondering what is risk, Let me help you define that. Risk is something that you cannot foresee. If you can already foresee it coming, it's an issue that you need to deal with. A risk is something that you cannot necessarily foresee. It's the big bad wolf showing up and blowing your house down, right? But if you think about risk, which a lot of ministries don't, you can begin to hedge protection around it. Now, I want to talk to you about one of the biggest risks that's coming down the pipe. And it has to do with ESG. If you haven't looked this up, you can Google it. You can Bing it. No? Okay. Uh, But anyway, okay, a few people got that. Um, But ESG is something that actually is driving a lot of the social changes that I believe we as Christians are experiencing. I'm blessed in my role that I get to do a lot of work with a lot of different ministries uh, as part of my role at the Coulson Center. And we work with different organizations that are tracking this, both at a political level, at a corporate and social activism level, uh, all the way down into how it's going to play out for ministries, policies, governments, those types of things. But ESG, and again, you can go look it up, it stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. And what it is, is it's a set of framework that's coming down from the government that's actually dictating how things have to operate inside corporations. This was famously kind of birthed out in California first and it's making its way into policy. The thing I'll say about ESG is that when you get into issues like management, shareholders, how boards are made up, especially this construct of social score, I'm gonna let that sink in, human rights, diversity, inclusion, all beautiful, wonderful things. Um, unless you don't necessarily agree with all the things that are being lumped into what it means to be inclusive and diverse. Um, So this thing is coming down the pipe. It's not an issue of when or if, like it's here now. Uh, What's, the issue is going to impact us is how are we going to deal with this risk and are we prepared for it as it happens? Uh, There's a lot of organizations out there that have resources in this space. I will say this from a Colson Center standpoint, Uh, We will share everything. Um, I'll give you these slides. I'm happy to meet with anybody here as part of our ministry. We believe it's our calling from God to help equip believers in their ministries uh, to understand the cultural moment that we're in. This happens to come from an organization that we work with where they've actually identified the scoring based on uh, these corporate groups, and you can then figure out the risk of being deplatformed or being censored or being... Uh, loss of control or access to your data. For those of you that may be going, well, that sounds great, but that'll never happen to me, uh, let me encourage you to go into Google again and just start Googling this. It's happening. It's happening everywhere. Uh, It's happened to people who are using MailChimp. It's happened to people that are using DNS service providers. So DNS is your website. Just stop for one second. What happens if your website goes down? Your email goes down. like there's a whole chain of reaction that gets ugly quick, right? So these things are out there, they're in place. Part of what we developed at the Coulson Center is a risk mitigation strategy and a plan, again, that we're willing to share with any ministry. But what it does along the side here, you can see it actually takes every aspect of your ministry. These would vary based on who you are. So core business operations, donor management, marketing, Content creation, think of everything that your content creators do, the tools they use, the products they use. Think about collaboration and discoverability, right? That's distribution. Those are the main things that most everyone in this room deal with. You create content, you distribute it, and you raise awareness, i.e. discoverability. Then across the top, you can see we have just a host of um, all the platforms. So we would do an assessment of all the technology that your organization uses your DNS provider, your web hosting, your databases, your everything that is in place. I mean, I think it was Sam earlier that mentioned all the work that you all do as digital markers starts with data. Really, well do you have access to your data? Do you own your data? Did you actually nerd out and read all those terms and conditions? Right, what happens the next morning when you wake up and you realize your, your email list is now gone and you don't have access to it because they shut your platform down? Right, or AWS decide to stop you? Oh, I know you can, you can contact them. Good luck with that. Chat support, that'll take forever. You can sue them. That'll be a four, six or month or year process. And in that time, what's the impact to your ministry? Right? So this grid would help you determine very quickly, both for you, your donors, uh, even your boards, where your ministry at, is at risk, high risk, very high risk, and then mitigation strategies along those places. So if you wanna get started in risk management, I'm gonna give you four A's that you need to think about and these A's can kinda help you get started. You can take these back to your team. Um, If you're wearing all the hats, congratulations. If you have a CIO or a CTO or a COO, uh, you can give them some of this and begin to get that conversation started around ways to mitigate risk. So the first thing you need to think about is assessment. How are you going to do your risk assessment? What is it that you're going to measure about your ministry? What is the impact of these things happening, right? Risk scores are based on two things. The probability of the event occurring and the impact. That creates a risk score. Probability and impact. So you could have something that has a very low probability, right, but have a very high impact, and it could be detrimental to your ministry or vice versa. Alignment. Alignment. Anytime you talk about risk, it's like insurance. Anybody sell insurance here? Because I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah, okay, never mind, I'll skip the joke. Um, but with insurance, you know, you're all gonna die, so you need life insurance, and well, insurance is kind of a trade-off, right? How much of it do you really need? How, what risks should you mitigate? Those are things that you have to get alignment on inside your organization. There's a lot of pieces and a lot of moving parts inside your ministries, and you're just gonna have to sit with your teams and find out where to start. If you take anything away from my talk today, besides the three little pigs and the big bad wolf, take this away. Get started. I understand you're busy. Get started. Anything is better than nothing. After you get alignment, then you need assignment. Who's actually going to lead and spearhead this charge? You may do it by departments. You may do it by teams. You may do it by somebody in the organization that's kind of cranky and really likes details. Like whatever and however you wanna split it, knock yourself out but get started. And then the final one is action. Take action to develop a plan around risk mitigation. We have uh, templates, tools, things that we'd be happy to supply, but there's a lot of this information you can find on the internet. Um, anything is better than nothing. Let me say that again, anything is better than nothing. Because, again, when you wake up, and I've talked to ministries, and I've, I've worked with people that have lost access to their data. They've been repressed or censored. Facebook has dropped them. Their ads got canceled. Like, I mean, we all know the drill. And let me help you out. It's not going to get better, folks. This is as good as it's going to get. It's only going to get worse. I'm not an alarmist. I'm not a sky is falling. The sky has fallen, and it's going to continue to fall. And that's okay because we are people who believe that God works in and through all things. So we're not limited, in fact it's an encouraging place for us, that's why I love being an innovator, because it just gives us a new set of problems to solve. But take action in those pieces. So here's a couple practical things to reduce risk. One, build a risk plan. This does not have to be something that is 400 pages, that sits on a desk, that nobody ever reads. This can be a simple two, three-page document. Think about the major areas of your ministry, who you impact, what your ministry does, and what are the top five risks. Make bullet points. Make it that simple. Make bullet points and then come up with a way that you would mitigate it, okay? The second thing around mitigation is mitigation doesn't have to cost a fortune. So let me say that again. Mitigation doesn't have to cost a fortune, you can come up with very low-tech methods that do supply you some protection. Here's one that's great. How many of you have taken a backup of your email list into an Excel spreadsheet? Show of hands. Okay, so for the rest of you, great place to start. If your email's sitting out in MailChimp or you know, HubSpot, if it's anywhere other than Virtuous, there's a plug for our sponsors, thank you, right? Uh, if it's anywhere other than there, take a backup. Just go in, CSV download. Like, these are very simple, low-tech things that can protect your ministry, not for if it happens, but when it happens, okay? Same thing with any cloud-based software that you have, HubSpots. Um, anybody here on Salesforce, uh, okay, pray for you, dear Jesus. No, they, But any, anybody on those types of tools, you know, CRMs, ERPs. Download the data. It sounds low tech. If you've got tech people, they're like, oh, this is stupid. Yes, it is, but give me the spreadsheet, and I'll just save it here in the drive. It's better than nothing. N plus one. So N plus one is a network term for network redundancy. It means having a different node in the network. You need to adopt an idea and a concept of N plus one inside your ministry. N plus one, you need to have redundancy in people, in process, and in technology now no one likes to think about the n plus 1 of people but you all know that you have some critical people in your ministry right now that if something happened to them your ministry would be in trouble they have institutional knowledge they have historical ideas they know where you know everything is they kind of they're they're, they're the ringmaster you may be that person right you need a plus 1 for them take the time and begin to train people so that you have Cross training happening in your ministry. If your ministry's small, five to 10 people, great, it's easier, but get them cross trained. If your ministry's large and you have 30 or 100 or 1,000, you still have to bite the bullet and cross train. We always think about tech platforms as being the the big giant risk, and they are. We can talk about that offline. Uh, But the other risk is human, human capital, human capacity. Like, life happens to people. So an N plus one, just think again of your ministry, down the list, what would allow you to have redundancy inside your ministry in that N plus one space? The next one is diversification. If you have a lot of tool sets that you're using, and I understand tools cost money, we have to be good stewards of the resources God has given us, but there's ways to diversify. So, for instance, YouTube. Everybody loves YouTube. YouTube has a channel. YouTube, like, we get it but how many of you have an alternative for all of your videos the day YouTube cuts you off? Let me, get, let me tell you, they're not going to your website because your WordPress website's not gonna handle it, right? So are you on some other platform, technology platform? Do you have things that you've, in ways that you've diversified? Again, this doesn't have to be super complicated. Find easy strategies like offloading all of it into another online or uh, another video-based platform like Vimeo, Right? So it wouldn't be as cool, might not be searchable, but all your content's there, and within an hour or less, everybody can be pointed right to those things. So that's key. And finally, build alternatives now. I, I do sound like a, a sales, salesman here for uh, life insurance. Tomorrow's too late. But the reality is, is if you walk out of here and you don't think about this and you put it on the back burner, it will get lost in the sea of busyness and it won't happen. Take the time now to begin to put these things together, to just get started. Anything is better than nothing because the big bad wolf is coming and is going to blow your house down. So prepare.
1: You know, this reminds me of the time when I was in Boy Scouts when I was younger. The Boy Scouts had a motto of be prepared. That didn't mean that you had to carry everything with you and had to be prepared for every single possibility, but it did mean that you had carefully thought through what things could happen and what are we going to do if it happens. That's a great goal for every ministry. During his talk, Pete mentioned some worksheets and some slides. You can request those directly from him at pmera at thecolsoncenter.org. That's P as in Pete, M-A-R-R-A, at thecolsoncenter.org. Thank you so much for listening to Ministry at Scale. Until next week, keep learning, keep growing, and keep impacting your world for Christ.